Hello, everybody. Thank you for downloading episode 98 of We Got This with Mark and Hal. I'm Hal. And I'm Mark. And we've got some live shows for all of you in the Bay Area this weekend. That's right. Uh, we are coming up for San Francisco Sketch Fest. It's a festival we've been to many times, and it is absolutely highlight of the year. It's uh, it's such a fun time, uh, and we're going to be with uh, a great majority of the Work Juice players That's from right. our pod, our old podcast, The Thrilling Adventure Hour. Yes, it's it's it, the Thrilling Adventure Hour has gone on an extended hiatus, but the Work Juice players are getting together to do an improv show. That's seven p.m. on Friday, February thirteenth at the Brava Theater. You can get uh, your tickets and and all the info at sfsketchfest.com. But we've got Paul F. Tompkins, me and Mark, Craig, Annie. Uh, Janet, Janet who runs the sketch fest. Yes, that's right. Uh, and more and special guests. Yes. Guest monologist Jean Gray. So many people who have already been mm-hmm. on our show. Mark Evan Jackson, for goodness sakes. Kakowski. Yes. Are both Kakowski's going to play? I have no idea. Anything's possible. It's you, nuts. You have to get tickets to find out. Please come check out the show at the Brava Theater on Friday night. That's right. And then the next day, 1 p.m. at the punchline on Battery Street. Mark and I are doing another live We Got This. Carter Parton Rogers is coming back to open for us again. Everyone loves Carter Parton Rogers. That's right. And a lot of those people who I mentioned from that improv show, they're going to be joining us. You might just see them on stage. Some people who have been on the show, some people who have never been on the show. That's right. We're going to have some work juice players up there are about to get christened into the We Got This world. Yes. And that will be our 100th episode. What we record on that that live show will be episode number 100. Yes. Wow, I didn't even notice that. So there you go. So you're you're about to listen to episode 98, and episode 102 weeks will be this live show, and you can be there and be a part of it. That's right. Uh, what is the website or place to get tickets? You can go to sfsketchfest.com. You can see the schedule there. You can buy tickets. There's tons of great stuff happening all weekend long. There's uh, Judge John Hodgman live. Uh, Paul's doing a Spontaneous Nation. Super Ego's doing a live show, and that's just the first weekend. It's happening all that month uh, in San Francisco. It is one of the best comedy festivals in the entire world. Janet and Cole and and their team do such a great job putting it together each year. So if you're in the Bay Area, come see our shows Friday night and Saturday afternoon and then stick around for the rest of Sketchfest. It's going to be great. And now enjoy this episode. Yay. Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled with the fate of the world in the balance. We're here to settle once and for all. Hot sandwich or cold sandwich? That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcasts should have a theme song. Podcasts should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. Hello, Mark. Hi, Hal. Mark, tell everybody where we're recording from. (laughs) We are recording from the back seat of the beautiful Hyundai Tonada. Sonata. It's a Sonata. Sonata. I wanted to say Toyota and Elantra and Sonata and I probably Jeep. <laughs> Just <laughs> a bunch of car words. Brands of cards, Tesla. Yeah. yeah. We're sitting in the back seat of Hal's beautiful Hoyle playing card automobile. <laughs> this is a terrible introduction. Let's start over. This is <laughs> Hello Mark. Hi Hal. Where are we recording from right now? <laughs> Uh, listeners, Hal and I are recording from the back seat of a beautiful Hyundai Sonata. And the reason we are doing that mm-hmm. is because Hal came over to record 
And I have locked myself out of Juliana's apartment. <laughs> and Juliana's gone all day. All day. So right now we're recording this live from the plot of a sitcom. Yep, exactly. From the bottle episode of a sitcom. <laughs> yeah. Where they did a real expensive episode the week before. So, <laughs> all right, this week you guys are all just trapped in an elevator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if it was just a party in a studio apartment? Yeah. And they never left. Yeah. We'll just get some real character development, guys. Yeah, exactly. So uh, <laughs> if you hear cars driving by, that's because we're parked on a street. Yep. And uh, th- that's the way it is right now. This is, a, this is a first for us. This is a first for us. We've never just recorded in this close a proximity to one another. No. In this confined a space. This is true. Even the plane that we recorded on, we had more room <laughs> than we do in the backseat of a car. Even though I pushed. And we were in coach. Yeah, exactly. We were. We're practically in those crates they used to ship the Muppets and the Great Muppet Caper. Oh, I would love to ride in that plane. <laughs> Just sitting on top of a crate with a chicken in it. Didn't you want to? I kind of had a dream when I was a kid of being dropped in a crate that had a, a parachute on it. Like they did it. I thought like, I'll bet you it's kind of cool because they seem to have like their own little thing set up inside. Yeah. Yeah. They've got like the, inside that crate when they come busting out of that crate. They look good. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they at least have some sort of grooming station. Yeah. They don't throw up immediately from, yeah. from the motion that they've been put yeah, under. Yeah. So there's some sort of gyro thing in yeah. there. Um, yeah. I think I, I would love to travel by a crate thrown out of an airplane. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? This is the, fu- this is the future of travel. It's not a bullet train or maglev or self-driving cars. It's no. crates dropped from the sky with parachutes That's on right. them. That's right. And also, the future of the death penalty is they're just going to start dropping anvils on people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. If I ever needed to be executed and could pick my method of execution, uh, there's a future episode. Um, <laughs> the darkest <laughs> episode we've ever done. Yeah. No, I would definitely pick uh, either have an anvil dropped on me yeah. or step over a cliff uh, and then hold up a sign that says, yipe, and then look <laughs> down and fall. Boy, I'm so glad that you didn't major in physics. Oh, man. Keep the dream alive. I'm so glad that the Warner Brothers Ranch didn't design our penal code. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're here to play your last song. <laughs> and the coroner, is it time to pronounce time of death? That's all, folks. <laughs> Uh, we're 15 p.m. <laughs> we're getting delirious in this hot car. We this are. car is steadily getting warmer. It is. And um, Hal and I right now, we're like the frog in the pan. You know, you've heard this. Uh, like if a no. frog is if a frog starts in is it a, a wa- uh, hot water, boiling okay. water, if, if you put a frog in water and then steadily boil it, the frog won't leap out. But if you try to drop a frog into boiling water, it'll leap away. Which one are we? We are currently, this, cause it was perfectly fine when we got in the car. Okay. We are the frogs that are not going to leave, even though eventually this car will be boiling. Well, we'll see if we get to a decision on this topic or if we pass out first. And Have that'll we be even a fun race. about what the topic is. We haven't, but, uh, I'm, first I want to thank Marzi Pekin, P-E-C-E-N, or Pesson? Pesson. Pesson. Uh, Marzi Pesson, who, uh, asked us, whether hot sandwiches or cold sandwiches are better. And I, I tried to pick something off of our list of submissions that wouldn't take as long to record because it's so hot in here <laughs> and we're going to record another episode. This is, this is a two part series of episodes. These are comedians getting heat stroke in cars without yeah. coffee. 
Oh man, I want some coffee. Yeah, I do have a a, a sugar free rock star. Oh, there you go. Shout out to the good people at Sugar Free Rock Star. <laughs> Thanks for killing me slowly. <laughs> you you find out something that's creating a nice embalming of your oh, own. Yeah. Oh, it's great. You should see the inside of me. It's crazy. <laughs> um, all right. Let's talk hot versus cold sandwiches. Now, Hal, yes. ye of little faith, yeah. thought that there was no research that could be done on the topic <laughs> hot sandwich versus cold sandwich. I you did. thought, oh, this is just, this is all totally personal taste, which it mostly is, I would imagine. Yes. That said, uh, I did find an odd little story. Okay. Um, <laughs> turns out that, uh, hot food, is taxed at a higher rate than cold food is. Just in general. In general, because it is a luxury. Okay. Um, it is, it's not like, I, th- I guess cold food is considered groceries and hot food is considered a meal prepared for you. Okay. Uh, so in the UK, there is a 20% uh, tax added to hot food. And when Subway started toasting their sandwiches, Subway was immediately hit with this 20% tax. Wow. Crazy, right? Yeah. If you want your sub toasted, you have to pay the government of England, which I only assume <laughs> means the queen herself comes over <laughs> and toasts your sandwich. And she also takes the temperature of all foods to make sure. Yeah. How warm is this? <laughs> is this what tax does this incur? <laughs> so, like, if you get oatmeal... Just mm-hmm. get, what if you ordered something hot and then it took them so long to deliver it to you that it was cold by the time it got to your table? Cause you've been to bad restaurants where that happens. Oh yeah. Do you get, is, is the tax still levied? Um, I imagine at that point the queen has to come out and test. She does, that's when she does that temperature test. And if it has fallen to a particularly, uh, normal level that it's considered groceries. Right. Then you get to say to the queen of England, I came in for a hot meal, not groceries and smack her across the face. <laughs> but before she can even taste it, mm-hmm. she has to have her taste tester make sure it's not poisoned. <laughs> so really, even if it's good to go, do you really want to eat food that two people have already eaten? Like you're not even getting, it's not even a germ thing. It's just like, Hey, I ordered a steak. Now there's like two thirds of a steak left. Yeah. Maybe. Also, who wants to be playing sloppy thirds, right? Nobody does. To the Queen of England and her royal taster. Yeah, she was just sick. I know. <clears throat> Shout out to the Queen. We hope you're feeling better. Yes. Uh, her Majesty the Queen, uh, all of our uh, top respects. But yes. uh, you you love sandwiches. Sure. I also love sandwiches. I do. I mean, I come from a city known for a very famous hot there sandwich we that we've go. covered. You lived in Chicago, which also has a very famous hot sandwich. Yes. But also as... Uh, as a Jewish man, I also grew up with tons of cold cuts. So yeah. those types of sandwiches, like that's really when I think of a sandwich, I don't even think of of a lot of hot stuff. Like a hamburger is a hot sandwich. So that has to fall in the this, category. Right? I don't know if we're, this is the hamburger hot dog or hamburgers well, hot, and hot dog sandwich. Hot dog makes sense because you can't cut it in half as, as Judge John Hodgman has, right. de- has decreed. And we back him up on that. Yeah. So we're not going to do is a hot dog a sandwich. It's not. Right. But a hamburger... I mean, there there are things like uh, is a sloppy Joe a sandwich? Well, a manwich is a sandwich. You've just fallen for the marketing machine. No, it's a manwich meal. Ma- Make a manwich meal, something like that, right? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just so glad we're recording this in the sauna from Eastern Promises. <laughs> <laughs> this is such a great location. You guys, to this car is getting so hot. It's the temperature is rising. Yeah, I'm I'm legitimately sweating. <laughs> like I, you know, I mean, I've I've worked out. In the past year, I've started to exercise. Stop and I, bragging. I've worked out in the past year. In the past year, I've worked out 
uh, let me just tell you about it. I get like sweaty, like super sweaty in a way that I haven't before because I'm actually exercising instead of like spending five minutes on the treadmill going, whoo, I better go. Uh, I, I better, <laughs> that was great. Yeah, I'm going to go get a bloomin' onion to celebrate my achievement. <laughs> uh, but this, I'm sweating at that level right now. Yeah. It's like we're interrogating one another. I know. What do you like better? Hot or cold sandwich? <laughs> I, 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 I ain't nothing, um, boss. So I, I do, I, when I think of a sandwich, I do think of a hot sandwich. Right. Because maybe it was my time in Chicago or my love of the Philly cheesesteak. Sure. Um, and barbecue. You grew up in a barbecue bar- I grew place. up on barbecue. So sure. barbecue sandwiches were huge. Um, so, yeah, for me, when I – most of the sandwiches I eat are hot sandwiches. Okay. Um, and so I'm going to lean on the side of the hot sandwich being the victor, even though we have to give the Queen of England – uh, a pound for every five pound sandwich. Which is funny because for me, when I think of a sandwich, I think of peanut butter and jelly. I think of a turkey or ham and oh. cheese. That, that, that to me is the quintessential. So I'll, I will be taking the side of the cold sandwich, even though I love the hot sandwich. Right. I forgot about the peanut butter and jelly. That right? is, that's my all time number one sandwich. Right. Now, did you put, uh, potato chips in it sometimes? No. Come on. Really? Yes, really. Even like, but you would have potato chips with it. Uh, I was never a potato chip kid. I was a corn chip kid. Okay. Would you have corn chips? Like Frito corn chips or like tortilla Fritos. triangles? Yeah. Fritos? Okay. Yeah. You ever more, had- more brand marketing that we're doing. <laughs> so you know what the perfect meal is? A manwich and a Frito and a bag of Fritos eaten inside a Hyundai Sonata. There's a flavor blast at every bite. Oh man, Hal. I was just in Las Vegas for seven hours on a layover. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah. Yes. All right. <laughs> I know what that sounds like. Now. Sure. Uh, no, I had a layover. So I, I left the airport and I went down and I wandered around the strip for a while before I went back. Cause why sit in the airport in Las Vegas? Yeah. Uh, when you have seven hours. Sure. And oh, the size of the Guy Fieri restaurant there. Oh no. Where, where is his restaurant? It is, I don't, it, in some of that neon garbage. Like yeah. it's, <laughs> that place is just one giant, like, it, it's, it's a giant, NASCAR jacket. <laughs> like, that's Las Vegas. Um, and it is, it is so gloriously over the top. Yeah. Um, and you can't walk down the streets. It's insane. They've got these, like, you have to take an overpass. Yep. Just you take to the cross escalator the up and then cross yeah, over. It's, it's terrible the mm-hmm. way, like, if New York is a pedestrian city, uh, and LA is a car city. Yeah. Las Vegas makes LA look like a pedestrian city. Yes. It's like a habit trail. Yeah. Exactly. You cannot walk. And if you do find a stretch of, of pavement, it's, it's surrounded by those guys with the flyers for like strip clubs and stuff where they're slapping them against the yeah. pile and putting them in your face. Uh, so it's, yeah, it's not a good place to be on foot. And it's a def, but it, that makes it the perfect place for Guy Fieri. I keep seeing him on TV. I feel like what has become a joke that you and I shared <laughs> has become like a way for people to connect with me. Like, hey, Hal, you know what you'll love? This video of Guy Fieri holding a gigantic sandwich. Oh. Like, I don't. I feel terrible you, for that was sandwich. Was it you that sent me the video of Guy Fieri eating backwards? Maybe. Someone had just put together – they just put together a supercut of Guy Fieri eating and uh played it in reverse. So it looks like he is building sandwiches out of his mouth. Yeah. Oh, my God. He looks like the worst – like a, the Play-Doh factory of your nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> and I also imagine at night that that's what, how he gets new food. 
He pulls it from his mouth and puts it in some weird <laughs> fridge with a flame job on it. Oh, jeez. goes, I'll see you tomorrow. Uh, you know what, though? D. I will say this. A fridge with a flame job sounds awesome. Like fuzzy dice hanging from the little light bulb yeah. inside. Yeah, diamond plating everywhere. Yeah, Ooh, that's sure. good. <laughs> uh, let's go back to sandwiches. But did you ever put, uh, going back to sandwiches yeah. particularly, like I would have, say I had Doritos or whatever, whatever chip with the, the PB&J. At the end, sometimes... I would take the like the little bits that were left mm-hmm. over and I'd put them on top of the sandwich or you take a chip, you smash it in and it's a whole new level of flavor. I never started mixing my sweet and savory until much later in life. Okay. So for me, a PB&J, even though it was not a dessert, it was a lunch. Right. I felt like I was pulling a fast one on my mom like, Haha, you made <laughs> me a dessert sandwich for lunch. <laughs> um, just because of the jelly. Technically, it's sweet. I win. Kid wins. Yeah. Kid wins. <laughs> Kid wins only on Nickelodeon. <laughs> Kids pranking their parents. Oh, you know what's ridiculous? I almost said that exact sentence, and then I thought, no, no more brand names from me. <laughs> and then you said the exact sentence I wanted to say. Hey, so. you're a product of the machine, man. Man, we really are, aren't we? <laughs> See how I just roped you in and made yes. that you a week. Yes. Um, so I, I love peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Mm-hmm. I love my mother's. The ones that were made at my school mm-hmm. were really good. And I think it's because when you get one at home, eventually when you're carrying it around during the day, it gets smushed. Mm-hmm. So the jelly starts to leak through the bread. So you have one side that's it's, – it's all real thin. But at school, they use like a thicker bread mm-hmm. and they've like carefully – wrapped. like it was a really good cafeteria. So they carefully wow. wrapped it and it was just – it was like a perfectly made – everything was in good proportion and nothing mm-hmm. was soaked through. It was like the perfect peanut butter and jelly sandwich. We uh, – my mom would make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches – uh, I would do my best not to smush it. Okay. Uh, so that like, like I would, I would overly protect my lunch bag knowing that I had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in there. Sure. Um, and we would do, she would do what I thought was a brilliant move with peanut butter on both sides. Oh yeah. Like a thin layer on one side, thin a layer, layer on, on one side, side, slightly thicker layer on the other, because mm-hmm. that would keep the, the, uh, jam. She was not a jelly person. Okay, sure. Uh, we were we were uh Concord grape jam or uh strawberry preserves. Beautiful. Yeah. And um and I think that, that aside from that though, aside from the peanut butter and jelly, I am generally going to err on the side of a hot sandwich. Even okay. a sub. Um I'm sorry, a hoagie. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Even a sub or hoagie, uh I will <laughs> Uh, I will, if they ask me, do you want it toast? I'm like, absolutely. Why would you not want this right. hot? Sure. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm not, I will say I'm not as big of a toasted sub guy. If only because, I, like, if I get, I get vegetables on my sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Like, I like, like, tomato and, and pickles and cucumber. Well, they put that on after the toasting process. I know, but there's something weird about, like, I'm going to make a sandwich hot, and then I'm just going to add cold stuff to it. Well, that's what a hamburger is. Tomato and lettuce are cold. It's how the McDLT works. But that's a sizzling piece of meat that you're putting you're fresh on a bun. a sizzling piece of meat. I am a sizzling piece of meat. I can't help, <laughs> I can't help who I am, Mark. Uh, the, the windows inside, just to give an update, yeah. the windows are starting to steam up, yeah. so no one will see us call for help. Yeah, exactly. And one of us is going to do a big hand slap on yeah. the window like we're uh in titanic yeah. in that in the back seat of that car but and we are in the back seat of a car uh-huh. but no we're not making love we're talking sandwiches yeah we're making decisions yeah. 
<laughs> oh god. Um, I I will say for a, just for a cold cut sandwich, this was my thing. I loved it mm. when I was a kid, and then it became when I was in high school, and I got back into wrestling, and I would watch. There was a pay per view. I would go to watch it, and I would have uh, seedless rye bread, and on the seedless rye bread, I'd have turkey, rare roast beef, corned beef, maybe ham if we had it. Like whatever it would, it would be like I'm gonna go get this stuff and make a sandwich, mm-hmm. maybe some tomato, and then I would eat the giant. It was like a Dagwood, but without all the healthy stuff in it. <laughs> and that is one of the best sandwiches. So that's an indulgence for you. It's a yes. big giant cold. It sandwich. is now. It used to be a Thursday. It yeah. got to a point where it was like every day's a pay per view. See, <laughs> well, look, that's wrestling's fault. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's their fault that uh, I ate so many sandwiches. Like yeah. That. Uh, for me, a cold cut sandwich is, ah, fine. I don't feel like thinking. Just give me that. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, really? You don't put thought into... No, a cold cut sandwich, like, a hot sandwich feels like a meal. A cold sandwich to me feels like a utility, like, if I'm working or something, like, just, I'll just grab, like, a cold sandwich. Like, a turkey sandwich is fine. Okay. You know what I mean? That feels like utility feeding, whereas a big hot sub feels like a total indulgence. Can I tell you my favorite hot sandwich? I wish you would. In New York City, mm-hmm. at the deli down the street from me. Everybody okay. has a favorite sandwich from their local. Uh, I have the Pope of Fifth Avenue. Okay. The Pope of Fifth Avenue is, oh, it's so terrible for me. It's a foot long, uh, and it has <laughs> I'm already four ingredients inside. It's okay. a foot long sub with four ingredients. Yep. Those four ingredients are turkey, roast beef, Munster cheese. I like it. And gravy. Oh, wow. Yeah. And all just chopped up and thrown in a bun. And it is magical. How is and it? That's a hot sub. Oh, man. Hot's going to win for me. It's, 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 it's going to be tough to, it's going to, for, for me personally, I know yeah. I didn't realize that I even had an opinion on this, but, uh, I feel like the hot sandwich is, is is tough to beat for me. See, and I like a hot sandwich, but to me, it feels like that feels more like an in, it is an indulgence in that I have to go get it. If I <laughs> no, no, the cold sandwich is something that's always there for you. You can go get a great cold sandwich. You can go uh, out here. There's Beach City Delis, mm-hmm. um, which is a great Italian delicatessen on Lincoln Boulevard, and there are always there's always like a thirty minute wait or more to get your sandwich made because that's how good it is. And you can get a really great crafted sandwich that's that's amazing. Or you can get ingredients and go home and make – you can make your own sandwich. It becomes like a mix and match. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not 100 – neither of us are 100% sold. All right. Will is, we ever solve this? Yes, we have to solve this. I feel like we could settle this the way that we've settled a lot of things in the past when we can't quite uh, – can't quite come to a conclusion. Passing out in the back of a hot car? Oh, it's getting so warm in here, guys. It's getting so hot in this car. <laughs> Uh, we can hand it over to the pop culture gods and say sandwiches in pop culture, uh, as a, that has, that has been a tipping point we've used in the past is, uh, pop culture identifiability. You've right. Re- you've mentioned the Dagwood. Okay. Well, the hamburger what? is, if, if we're including the hamburger, Be- hot sandwiches win hands right, down. But before we let's, let's, we're going to dig into pop culture, uh-huh. but before we do that, let's take a quick break and we'll hear from some of the other great podcasts. On the Max Fun Network. How does Great. that sound? I'm going to get some air. I'm not going to let you open that oh. door. Don't. No, oh, don't. Man. 
Hey guys, this is Adam Conover. You may know me from my true TV show, Adam Ruins Everything. Well, guess what? Now we're doing a podcast version right here on Maximum Fun. What we do is we take all the interesting, fascinating experts that we talk to for just a couple minutes on the show, and we sit with them for an entire podcast, really going deep and getting into the fascinating details of their work. Find Adam Ruins Everything wherever you get your podcasts or at MaximumFun.org. Hi, this is Griffin McElroy. Hi, this is Rachel McElroy. And we're the host of Rose Buddies. It's a podcast about the Bachelor family of products. We watch The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, and Bachelor in Paradise. Yes, it is garbage television, but we're the king and queen of this garbage pile. We're the raccoons in charge around here. So join us on Tuesdays. Because the TV show's on Mondays. And basically we'll recap what we saw and we'll just sort of scoop the garbage around us and make a little fort out of it. No viewing required. But it's it's a good TV show. What are you doing? <laughs> All right, we're back. Can you close the door? Okay. Close the door. There we go. All right. Okay, so you've already mentioned the Dagwood, and you've yes. mentioned the hamburger, which the hamburger, we've got Popeye, we've got Wimpy. Yeah. From Popeye. We've got, we've got Jughead from the from Burger. We've got... The, if, I feel like Krusty that burger. hamburger is such a huge, huge... I, we should eliminate the hamburger from this conversation. I don't think the hamburger is what tips it. I don't think pop culture tips it either. I mean, this is a food thing. It would be like if... What tips it then? I think it's. I think we have to figure this out within ourselves. What is the ultimate deciding factor? What which makes which the greatest food? Let's say. Well, we've taken two deciding factors yeah. and eliminated them that could be that are both easily swinging it towards what a no, hot sandwich. What have we eliminated? What have we? I don't the two fact the two the, have we eliminated? I'm so hot. <laughs> it's so warm. The bur the burger as part of it. Sure. The burger immediately tips it to hot sandwich wins. I think. Because, okay. uh, because the burger, but the burger has grown so far beyond just being a sandwich. And I, and for me, I don't know if it does tip it. Cause there's so many different, like burgers, burgers are a really good burger is great. It's hard to find a really good burger. And we'll, we'll get to that when we, when we go through burger places. I'm sorry. Did you say it's hard to find a good burger? You live in Los Angeles. Here it's easier, but, yeah. but even here you can get some crappy stuff. Well, sure. There's always going to be crap. Like, right. I'm not gonna, but, but I'm not gonna go to a, I'm not gonna go to a ballpark to choose my, uh, cuisine. I'm gonna go to a burger joint. <laughs> sure. Sure. I, I get it. I get it. Um, um, what name? I feel like for every cold sandwich that is great and the list is not terribly extensive. Yes. There are two great hot sandwiches. Okay. You know what I mean? So you, but I don't mean like, I don't mean like we're making a super sandwich that's a cold sandwich sandwiched between two hot sandwiches. Right. I mean, there are twice as many that's great, a great idea though. Oh, geez. Wow. There are twice as many iconic hot sandwiches as there are cold sandwiches. Okay. Iconic cold sandwiches. I can only think of two, like a cold cut sub and a peanut butter and jelly. A chip witch. That's ice cream between two. I cookies, know what a bro. chip witch is. Come on, bro. I know what it's Chip Witch, the new sponsor of We Got This. Ugh. Got some ice cream with some two cookies? Guess what? You've got a Chip Witch. You owe us five dollars. <laughs> uh I mean an ice cream sandwich that doesn't really count. No. Did you really just try to make it count? No, I'm just I you know, I'm just mentioning I'm just going through in my head some cold sandwiches. The list of cold sandwiches is not long. Well they're all it depends on what's inside. That's oh, like to you're say, just, well, okay. well, the, so you're saying like a hot sandwich is different because this one's hot beef, but it's in a, it's in a puck shape and this one is shaved hot beef. No, this one is. I'm saying iconic sandwiches. Uh, 
a Philly cheesesteak. Yes. A Chicago Italian beef. Yes. A Reuben, usually served warm, I believe. Yes. yes to melt the cheese. That's true. Isn't the, uh, isn't the corned beef, is the corned beef sandwich? Corned beef served hot. At, at um, the, the. Cantor's? At, no, not Cantor's. Rest in peace, Cantor's. Not Cantor's. Not Cantor's. Um, uh, the one uh, in New York. Carnegie. Rest the in Carnegie, peace, Carnegie. Yeah. yeah. That's a hot, that's a hot corned beef that's sandwich. That's a hot corned beef sandwich. There's also a great hot corned beef in the farmer's market out here in LA. There is. Uh, there, there is, there are, um, there are myriad great, great hot sandwiches. The hamburger, Hal. Do the you, hamburger. What about portability, though? Does portability? What's what's does what it weigh into this at all? Less for portable. You? Because you can't like, if I'm going out for the day, mm-hmm. let's say like to, uh, we are recording this the day before my birthday. We for, are for my birthday. Jennifer and I are going to Disneyland for the day. Mm-hmm. Disneyland, as you know, allows you to pack your own food and bring it with you. Wait, what? If if I wanted to pack food and bring it with me, mm-hmm. I would not make uh, a wet Italian beef sandwich. Well, wrap no. it in, you know, I'm going to yeah. take, I might take a couple sandwiches. I might take a turkey sandwich or a PBJ, something I can bring with me. Right. That's the two good cold sandwiches that we've determined <laughs> there are. That's the, I think a rare roast beef is pretty great. A cold rare roast beef. Oh, you I don't agree. Like that? No, I love that. Cold corned beef is not bad either, even though it's also great hot. Sure, but I prefer the hot versions. You of prefer sandwiches. the hot versions of all right. the sandwiches. Well, geez. I don't, did we start I mean, it's yet? Not, it's, I'm so hot. It's so warm I'm, in this car. I can't. Hal, even, for God's sake, please, I'll even flip to cold. I don't want to, but I think I may have convinced you. Just get us out of this car. I feel like we're each one of the three stooges in one of those old gyms where you get into the the steam <laughs> unit where just your head is sticking out, except somehow our head fell in and then a coconut like sealed the top. It Was that that happened in a, in a three stooges? It, it just did. It happened in a two stooges. All right, Jesus, people of the world, listen to me. <laughs> Sandwiches are great. We love sandwiches. Cold sandwiches are great. PBJ, that giant monstrosity that I would make and eat. Look, go to Jerry's Deli when you're out here if you think a sandwich cannot be too big for you because you will get some gigantic cold gut sandwiches there. And they are fantastic. Cold sandwiches are great. But Mark is correct that the most iconic sandwich. Wait, wait. Just just say that again. Mark is correct. Hot sandwiches, y'all. Hot sandwiches rule the world. The cheesesteak, <laughs> wet Italian beef, the hamburger, the sloppy Joe, that weird thing that Mark said from that place. That that's all I want now. The Pope of Fifth Avenue. Yeah, it's I just want to go there. De- who, that could be the last thing I ever eat. Can I? Can I tell you? Uh, yes. Two more words to throw into this mix. Sure. Monte Cristo. Monte Cristo. Oh man, that is just a hard. You might as well. <laughs> what is the opposite of stints? You might as well just have that put in instead of having corks. Monte Cristo. Have corks Heart put corks. in to your valves, for goodness sakes. Uh, but I will say, with all of this, you can take your your meatball sandwiches and throw them away. I'll tell you why. Because you can't pick up a meatball sandwich and eat it. That is a knife and fork food, and it is delicious. I love meatball subs, but. That is not, I mean, you can't eat that like a sandwich. It will get everywhere, right? How? Am I right? You're not allowed to give me grief for sticking a fork into a Philly cheesesteak if you eat a meatball sub with I, a knife. I fork. don't, but what I want, what winds up happening at the end is I eat soggy bread and then I eat a meatball with a knife and a fork. That's what happens. Yeah. All right. Continue your people of the world. Anyway, hot sandwiches win, as do hot podcast hosts. It's because so hot. That's it. Merzy. Dotes. <laughs> and dozy dotes. And little lambsy divey. And little Hal and little Mark eat hot sandwiches. That's right. Uh, that one was solved. Thank you uh, to Marzi. I assume that's how you say your name. Or Marzi. 
Uh, we appreciate the topic, but there's so many others for us to cover. And you can still submit topics to us. We have a list. It is ever-expanding. I just cleared out the email the other day, so we have room for you there. It's wegotthispodcast at gmail.com. Or visit us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash wegotthispodcast. Or reach out to us on Twitter at wegotthistweets. Or check out the Maximum Fun subreddit. There's probably a flame war happening right now. Thank you to producer Ken Plume, researcher Kate McManus, graphic designer Uri Kelman, and QA engineer Jen Alba. Thank you, as always, to our musicians Mike Furman and Jonathan Dinerstein for our theme song and score, respectively. And thank you, of course, to you, our listeners, for putting up with us as we sit sweating in a hot car. Uh, You're probably rolling your eyes at us right now. Thank you for doing that with your eyes and thank you more importantly for doing what you've done with your ears for the last several minutes i hope you're having a good time i hope we provide you some joy and uh i hope we provide ourselves with some air conditioning within the next few minutes uh we love you we thank you for hal lublin i'm mark gagliardi for mark gagliardi i'm hal lublin and don't worry everybody we we got got this this. oh it's so hot oh get us out we got this maximumfun.org comedy and culture artist owned listener supported